they said. Damn, he's gonna get crunk. No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Never had that experience. What about this one? If you want your dick jerked, just let me know. Oh my god. (laughs) I've never had that one either. No. Do uh, do we need to say for it? <laughs> pineapple juice. Okay, pineapple so, juice. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Throw the pineapple juice. Do you guys drink a lot of pineapple juice? <laughs> <laughs> we should p- give this in front of him so he can push this button whenever he needs a safe word. If you yeah. want your dick jerk, okay. let me know. Yeah, let's uh, let's not use that one. <laughs> I think we should. Yeah. I think we should skip that <laughs> button. So okay. Just to, just to fill everybody in that, that's listening, this podcast is going to be a little bit of everything. Shit talking, the serious conversations like we are with Mike right now, to, to, to you know, just another day at Tops, I guess. Uh, it could, it could, it's going to bounce around, so, you know, for sure people are going to have to wear earmuffs, whoever don't want to hear Jesus and Craig cussing. But, yeah, sorry about um, that, guys. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I'll try to watch You know how language. bad we are. Terrible. Yeah, this, uh, this. I'm rather uh, surprised to hear any cussing coming from our choir boy, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, balance, yeah. balancing everything, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. All right, everyone. Welcome to Top's Daily Grind. This is episode number 52. Before we get started, I just want to say that today's episode is sponsored by Top's Knives. Top's Knives was founded in 1998. We make hardcore tools. For hardcore individuals, uh, we tend to overbuild things. Um, we make great stuff. So uh, here in the U.S. too. Yes, we do it here in the U.S. So of course, it would make sense that Top Knives would sponsor the Top's Daily Grind podcast. But the reason we do that is so that we can give you guys a discount code. Go onto our website and use the code TDG30. You'll get thirty percent off of your next order and uh, save yourself some cash while you pick up a sweet knife. So. Check it out, Tops Knives. Good job, Craig. Thank you. So welcome, welcome everybody. So Thanks for yeah. listening. You do the introductions, yeah. Um, so today we got one of Craig's uh, Craig's uh, buddies, and you know how Craig said we make hardcore tools for hardcore people, and I think today we we brought somebody on that that, that fits, fits that. that, that yeah. yeah, absolutely. So Craig, introduce your yeah. So Ryan, your Ryan, your homie. Uh, welcome, your Ryan homie. Kamachi. <laughs> Thank We've, you. Uh, <laughs> we we grew up together in St. Anthony. And uh, he decided to be a cop, and uh, you decided to break the law. Gonna, and you're going to hear all about that today. Um, I'm sure we'll get we'll, we'll get way into the weeds. But yeah, Ryan and I have known each other since we were like seven, eight years old, probably. Yeah, shoot, it's got to be at least that. Yeah. Dang. Did you guys play cops and robbers when you were kids? No. Oh. No, just robbers. Just robbers. we used to play. <laughs> yeah. We used to play. We used to play Rambo. We did. Yeah. Yeah. How, how was that? It was uh, well. The way we did it was actually kind of legit. We would oh, we would get uh, we'd get like a group of kids. There'd be it'd be like, I think sometimes we had like thirty kids. Damn. And we would start. We would kids in St. Anthony. Yeah. Damn, so it was like most town. of the town. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty much everybody we knew. <laughs> um, and so we'd get this group of kids together, right? And we would say, okay, here's we're gonna start here, and we're gonna end here, and it was like all the way across town, like two three miles. And we would we would say okay, there's going to be two or three people driving a car with you know one or two people spotting. Damn, so you guys went all wait, out. You, wait, you guys shit. weren't messing around. That's no, we were out. teenagers. Yeah, so we yeah. this was like when we were old enough to oh, drive. Oh, okay, because okay, yeah, this is when we were old enough to drive. I was so, figuring seven. You guys, yeah, no, really it was uh, this was you know 
we it was St. Anthony, man. There's not a lot to do, so give us a break. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we'd have the cars driving around, and they'd be spotting people, and uh, and we'd have the only rules were basically that you had to. There were a couple of choke points that you had to go through. You couldn't skip it. You couldn't go around it some other way. You had to go past like this bridge or that bridge, um, and then we would just turn everybody loose. And the whole point of the game was to either, if you were a runner, the whole point was to get to point B. And if you were a spotter, it was your whole point was to catch everybody. Damn. That sounds fun. It, it was fun. But tiring. Yeah. Uh, it <laughs> we should fun. do it again. We should. Let's do it again. Gonna, <laughs> that would we get Edgar to video it. Uh, do it in. How bad do you think it would be nowadays? To do that? You'd be arresting kids if they were doing that. Nah. Nah, we get stuff like that all the time. <laughs> I mean. Kids still get bored nowadays, yeah. so they're they're just getting a little more creative with how to do this, and yeah. So, is is being a police officer in like a small town like Rexburg boring, or is it like is there like messed up stuff like in a, in a regular big city? No, that's actually believe it or not. I mean, that's it's a great question. That's a question that we get frequently being in the town that we are, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, we have a population that's under a hundred thousand. So, you know, most people consider that a pretty small town, but we still see it all. Um, I mean, there's been several major incidents since I've been on the force. I think I've been through four bank robberies. Holy shit. Um, two shootings, you know, so is, how long, how long you've been, you've been on. So I've been a cop. You with Madison? Is that, is that who you're? So I, yeah, so I work full-time with uh, Rexburg Police Department, oh, okay. and then I work part-time with the Madison County Sheriff's Office. Oh, so I, okay. I kind of double dip in a sense. Uh, so, yeah, I get a little bit of the both worlds, the uh, city life and, and what it's like to be out there patrolling yeah. the uh, cow pasture. Is there a, like a, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is there like a jurisdictional difference, or is there like certain things you can do that, from the sheriff department as opposed to just uh what would it be like a normal police officer or what's the difference yeah I, I there's a there's a huge difference huge difference between being a city officer and then when i work a county shift um you know when i'm on the city if i call for backup i've got you know three or four guys there within a minute or two Damn. Uh, out in the county i call for backup sometimes it's 45 minutes before i get anyone there so Wow. You, you know, when you're out there, you kind of feel like, you know, Clint Eastwood, you're, you're on your own. You're on and, your own and you got to, yeah. Right. Sure. So you can either dig your own grave out there. That's crazy. Or, I figured it was the same thing. Like I didn't, I just realized it was just, it was that different. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, I mean, there's a huge difference. Yeah. So here, um, <clears throat> an officer here local in Bonneville County in Nidal Falls. I thought you were going to tell a story from the no. other side of the law. <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, the whole, yeah, no, no. no. I'm like the mediator. We're like we're, we're the mediators, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> no, so so. You oh, know, sorry. He's I my nephew. He's it. my nephew, and he was telling me that you know he had a he had a party for his daughter, and we were talking about a little bit about it, and he said people don't imagine how crazy shit is in Idaho Falls, like that you guys don't see as being just you know regular Joe Blow, but like it is insane the things that happen. And that old falls that people don't even imagine. That. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, he's when 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 you know he used to work for us here at Thompson, so he was going to you know to to, to college and stuff like that to be to be a cop. And um, 
he always wanted to finish here, but move to move to Phoenix because he wanted some action. He's like, you know, here and then, yeah, he's like, the hell, there's no way in hell that I'm going down to Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> You're <clears throat> kept him yeah. busy here, huh? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah there. I mean, to add to that, it's like that everywhere. It doesn't matter what town you're in. Um, You know, I have friends. So originally, I'll backtrack a little bit here. Originally, when you become an officer, you have to go through a training program. Um, Here in Idaho, they call it POST. It's Peace Officer Standards and Training. You have to complete their program before you can even apply to become an officer. And once you complete that, you know, then you're, you're good to go with your jurisdiction, whoever picks you up. Um, but while you're at the academy, you're, you're there with several guys all across the state oh, and you meet yeah. guys that are, you know, all levels, all walks of life that are coming in and you have guys working big city stuff. You have guys that are small town, like, like myself, and you keep in contact with a lot of those guys throughout the years. And, you know, I talk with them and I've even done ride longs with a lot of them. I have several friends over in the Boise area and, Doing ride-alongs with them, you know, I thought, this is going to be crazy. I'll get to see what it's like. And quite honestly, it's the same stuff. Same. Yeah. It's the exact same. And that's one thing I've learned, you know, is no matter where you go, you could even go to a different state being a cop there. It's all the same stuff. It's just yeah. different people doing the same types of <clears throat> right. it, same it, types it, of crimes. Right. And and what it comes down to is the frequency of it. It's all the same crimes, just in a smaller jurisdiction. It's on a on a less frequency you know or and see like on the other side me growing up you know rexburg was always like a a a town where a lot of drugs Mm -hmm. a lot of you know you know like like and i was telling craig you know did you know so-and-so and and gangs like back then when when i was there was more gang you know activity right now i really don't know if there is or isn't but back (laughs) then like you could see people from rexburg or san anthony would come here and you get in a fight with the people from Blackford. You get in a fight with the people from Roberts, from Rigby. You know, they all have their groups. And right now, I don't even know if that exists anymore. Yeah, you know, um, fortunately in Rexburg, we, we don't see a whole lot of the gang activity. I mean, there there are some. Right. There are some there. But um, it's definitely gotten better through the years. Uh, there's less interest in being in Rexburg for gang-wise. Yeah. Um, but drug activity, it's... It was yeah. big. It it's it's still there. The it's still there. I mean, yeah. for years, you know, we, we've we been battling the uptick on methamphetamine coming through the area. And, yeah, we do everything we can, but unfortunately oh, it just seems insane. to spread and spread and spread. Is it because it's a college town or is it? Um, no. Honestly, I, I don't think it's because it's a college town. Our, our group of you know, college kids there aren't your typical college kids. Mm-hmm. They're a little different. I mean, they, we still get, they're more goody goody than, than anything. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. most of them aren't <clears throat> yeah. the vast majority of the, the students attending there aren't your partiers. Correct. Yeah. And so, really? and that's not so well, much. It's an LDS background. college. The, I know, the, but I've always heard the standards. I've for, always heard that they're well, the ones that I, use the most weed. And but <laughs> no, that's, I think that's not true. There are people there that do it. And so, it like stands out more because nobody would think that they would there. Oh, and see, okay. back in the day, like like I was saying, if you wanted to go get grills, breakfast was a place to go. Oh yeah, they would sneak you, you can, in the you they can. would sneak I you mean, in the dorm. They would be you know you'd sneak in the goddamn apartment where it was just grills <laughs> only. Like you know, I would do that. Hell yeah. But yeah, they have a they have a like a a code of conduct that's way more strict than like yeah. any oh. other college out there. You'd you'd be surprised oh. at how strict it is. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's it's not the same that way. I mean, but don't be fooled. It's it's up there. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the arrests that that I you know participate in are are unfortunately you know college kids attending. Um, but you know that being said, there's a large percent of the population in Rexburg that's college students. So you're going to have that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, just by the numbers, right? And the numbers, right? That's crazy. But yeah, Rexburg, like I said, growing up Rexburg was like, you know, stay out of it. One, the cops were tougher there. Like, you know, they, they, fuck, they see you driving down the road and something was off and you were getting pulled over no matter what. Do you give a lot of tickets, Ryan? I don't. You know, I'll, I'll be honest. And, <laughs> and this is, this is me just being real here. Um, when I started, yeah. Very much keeping so. it real goes bad. No, you're good. You're good. Now, when I started, I mean, there, there's a definite, you're trying to figure out where you fit in this, in this policing world and, and what you can and can't do. And, and I feel like you err on the side of safety by saying there, I did my job. Um, you, and typically coming out of the gauge, you don't know what doing your job really is and, and what, what that means. And so you just kind of guess. And I've learned throughout the years, you know, there, there is a lot of discretion that, that we're available to utilize uh, when on, on a traffic stop. And there's a lot of things that as you age in the profession, you gain some wisdom and you start considering things that you didn't consider when you were young in the profession. And, and so some of the excuses actually make sense. And you say, hey, you know what? I can achieve the same, the same outcome by giving a person, you know, a, a stern warning as I could by giving them a citation. Yeah. But at the same time, I can cut them a break by saving them some money and yeah. and doing that. So, I mean, honestly, I, I'll I would say the vast majority, just my experience in knowing officers, you know, all over the place, and the general consensus is we're out there to try and save people money where we can. Typically the citations are reserved for, for, you know, specific. Yeah. Cause usually you hear it backwards that you guys are trying to make as much money for the County or for the, the city as yeah. you can. That was the question I was going to ask is, yeah. do is you have true? a quota? Is there a no, quota? Absolutely. Is that, does that exist anywhere? Um, you know, in places I'm sure outside of Idaho, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sure that that's a possibility um, for Idaho. No. So, so there's not like you got to do this much in tickets per. You know, and right now that you brought like that, that up, it was crazy. Remember that state police that was parked right there in front? Yeah. And so this this guy was just eyeballing everybody parked here, and we turned and the seatbelt was the big one that he pulled everybody mm-hmm. for, and it was just those two days, and then never seen him again. So I I can help you out with that. I can help you <laughs> wear your seatbelt. So. No, absolutely, absolutely. But but see, like a lot of people, like me, even it me, seems like they're I drive out, a spot. and then you know, I'm at the same time, I'm putting the seatbelt. I don't part. I don't you know get in. But you know, like you do when you get driver's ed. Yeah, you don't yeah. you don't put the seatbelt on. Adjust your mirror. Just do you the do the way. circle of safety? Fuck no. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done the circle of safety. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> asking me. I don't have. I don't know what that is actually. And I, I did take. Uh, you, I do have my. You license remember the circle of safety, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was like a main thing in in driver's ed. You're yeah. supposed to walk around your car and make sure yeah. your tires have air and your windows are good before you and just look at your just like look at your car, car before you get in it. Crap! My car has like the the light comes on that my tires are low. I should probably. That's get because that it's fixed. cold. Oh, yeah. is it? Uh, yeah. My God, that happens every time it gets cold. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. I thought it was just a Chevy. So thing. you say you say you can help us yeah. out with that. Yeah, help us with the uh, seatbelt thing, even though I wear it. Okay. No, so like most mm-hmm. people, <laughs> when especially that I in in my mind, I mean, I guess I don't know exactly what's going on there, but yeah. I can tell you from my experience, most likely what was happening is the National Transit Highway Safety Administration um, and the state itself they they provide grants for specific things. So if we start oh. seeing a lot of injuries like accidents and injuries and stuff like that and the state sees an uptick in that one way of combating that is they provide a grant and they're very specific towards certain things so there are grants out there that are specific to seat belts Mm -hmm. and so if he's watching everyone driving out you know and especially if he's emphasizing on seatbelt, i dare guess that that's 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 going to be a a seatbelt grant which on those typically i i you will see uh, citation seat belts themselves is about the cheapest citation that you can. Yeah, see ten bucks. Yeah, so, ten dollars. So and, and probably, to be honest, sorry, Craig, but yeah. to me, to be honest, I've gotten pulled over speeding, and they only give nah. me a seatbelt ticket. Shut up, <laughs> this hasn't happened like in four or five years. Yeah, no, Leo, yeah. Leo speeds yeah, a lot. Yeah. No, no, no. He never but, speeds. No, I do. Sorry, I do. Sorry, pretty much. Yeah. I to throw you under the bus. But but I've only gotten a seatbelt ticket. You know, not the, not the. Like you know, yeah. and, and being you know, you know, being being honest, like yeah, shit, I didn't have it on, and I was speeding. They're like, all right, put it on. I'm gonna just give and you slow a down. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. gotten the one where I was going 35 and a 25, and that one. Oh no, no. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the cop was coming, and he just he just he like he saw like through oh, the window. Yeah. He's just like slow down. I'm like, okay, sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah. So so basically, it's possible that that guy was doing that. Because not just because of a grant, but because like maybe there's been more incidents here where people are getting in accidents without their seatbelt on. Absolutely. Like, is that so what that means? So getting hurt. Grants are awarded only to areas that show that they have a problem with that okay. subset. So so they go off of numbers. The grants are awarded off based off of numbers typically, and so you have to show that you have that problem in the area. And so you know if we're seeing an uptick like. For a while, I don't know if this is still the case, but for a while, Rexburg itself, we were third highest in the state for vehicle versus pedestrian accidents. And so for us, we were awarded a lot of aggressive driving. Um, so know, that's grants. why a lot of them lights went up or like the crosswalks and stuff like that. Right? Absolutely. Uh, the yeah. one at that Absolutely. one park was because of Miss Warren. Yeah. And, and that one, it's funny because it's funny you say that every time I drive through there. Like, that's what I think of. You're right. Yep, exactly. Is that the one over there by like... Taco Bell or what? What is that? Yeah, that Taco, yeah, Taco Time. Time. Yeah, right yeah. there. Yes, yeah. there was a there was a, she was but our high school English teacher. She she's one of the people that got hit there, like almost killed her, and she got hit at that at that intersection. Because there is one person that died there, right? Yeah, I think it so. Was her I think it friend. was yeah, it was her friend. Yeah, that I remember that. and that's the reason I brought up the story because I started seeing those up, and and that's the one when we would go to Premier Parco, mm-hmm. we would stop at that taco place. Oh yeah, with Mike. Okay. We would get right lunch there and then come back. That's like the best taco <clears throat> time ever, too. It is. The, to one here in, the one here in Idaho Falls sucks. <laughs> it does. Right, yes. Jesus? Yes, sir. Did you go there? <laughs> I went there once, and the guy was scratching his ass. Oh, <laughs> that was gross. So we just walked out. We didn't order anything. Was it Jose? No. No, it wasn't Jose. Because he, he works there part-time. No, no, it wasn't Jose. It was, it was, I'm going to uh, go tell him when we leave from here. No, it was an older gentleman. Yeah, tell him the one in Rexburg is better. Yeah. He <laughs> He looked very dirty and he was scratching his ass. So yeah. we, and he was like messing with the food. So 
I left. Like he was one of the ones preparing the things. Or that's, whatever. that's nasty. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty gross. Yeah. So you know what? This is a perfect time to ask this question. Gray and I, we always talk about this. So, being law enforcement, if you travel, California is the one that can you can you conceal carry? Yeah, yeah. So well. <laughs> I, I, I guess I pause for a second because the laws are changing so rapidly Absolutely. anymore, yep. and especially, you know, California. And that's uh, why I bring that one up. So that's at the time the of this recording, yes. <laughs> <laughs> at, at the time of this recording, as far as I'm aware, yes. Um, when you become a law enforcement agency, there are certain federal laws and stuff that are set in place that say as long as you're an active law enforcement officer and you're in good standing, you're able to carry um, – concealed throughout all 50 and that's so, whether you're on duty so, or not correct so so becoming like a, a reserve officer is it the same thing yeah as long as you're in good standing as long as you can show that you're. so if we wanted to become reserve officers here in idaho we would still have to go through post uh you would have to go not necessarily through post you would have to meet post standards okay uh, but you would have to find an agency that is willing to um, sponsor you as a reserve so here here in, in like yukon who would that be? Bonneville County? Probably Bonneville County. What are what are some of those post requirements? So you have to meet certain standards. You'd, you'd have to take tests and stuff like that. And it's everything showing that you're physically capable. Oh, fuck. So a lot of them are... <laughs> Susan's like, I'm out. I'm yeah. out. Okay, that makes one of us. Okay. Yeah, so you got, Craig can still make it. You got your physical standards. You've mm. got... Uh, you got to be able to show that you understand the, the laws and the Constitution well enough to enforce and protect those so um you have to demonstrate your your knowledge of that and then also you have to show your application of that knowledge while on your feet so they'll put you in situations uh you go through several stressful situations where you know you might get pepper sprayed they'll pepper spray you for real in the face (laughs) he didn't by those for you listening he didn't Pepper spray, Leo. <laughs> he just <laughs> dropped something. Leo just played. He's just yeah. fidgeting like normal. <laughs> yeah. I just figured that was like a like a PTSD moment for him. Maybe he got pepper sprayed. <laughs> you know what? That's probably true. <laughs> have you ever gotten pepper sprayed? I have. Shit. <laughs> oh man. Have you? Yeah. No, I, I haven't either. Hey, I, I, I got some. Do you have some with you? It, it, I, I have I, some I in my office. Yeah. I Shit. Maybe Wait. one day I, I'd like to kind of try it. That's but, something I'd like to mentally prepare for a little. I would yeah, rather that, not yeah. be surprised by it. Yeah, that's. You know, we're always looking for volunteers, just so you guys are aware. To get sprayed? To really? get pepper sprayed? Fuck that. To get tasered? You know who would? So. Edgar. Oh, Edgar would do it. He would do no, it. John would too. Yeah, I bet John, John would. John would too, probably, yeah. You know, uh, Junior I'm going to I'm gonna volunteer them, guys. Yeah, we're going to volunteer them. We're going to do a... Pe- <laughs> yeah. And I mean, see, the thing is, I'm not sprayed. saying I wouldn't. I'm just saying I'd like to... I'd like to know it's coming and at least kind of try so, to mentally so prepare volunteer. for that shit. Volunteer, that'd be... Uh, you know, because that's a little thing that you just spray this little mist right here, and you're on your fucking knees. That ain't nice. That's not a game. Yeah, that shit hurts. no, no, no. How dangerous can it be for somebody that has asthma or has like respiratory problems? Um, that's a hard question to answer, honestly. Because here, here's the reason why that's hard to answer. Because everybody has a different reaction okay. to it. So some are some people. I I have one friend that we pepper sprayed him during training and it did nothing to him. Like really? he, he just, yeah, he acted like his water. And so, Jeez, but then I have another guy that you even just like a little missed and he's on the floor rolling around 
yeah. asking us to pour gallons of milk into his eyes. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got Shit. in a fight. I don't know if you if you were how how long you been on the forge for? Uh eleven years. Eleven years. Eleven years. Yeah. <clears throat> so there used to be a place and I don't know how long Pulgas on Yellowstone. Oh yeah. That was a place to go. If you wanted a fight, that was a place to go. And so uh, after every every dance or whatever it was, you would come out of there and there was always a fight. And so the cops when they would get there, they would surround the thing and just just, just spray, spray everybody. It. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you, you're talking about 15 guys getting in a fight. You know, cop gets in there, they're going to get hit or something's going to happen. Yeah, so they yeah. just started spraying. And you know, whether you were in the fight or not, you if you were there, you were getting it. Shit. Yeah, that shit. Right? <laughs> yeah. How has wait wait he's oh, still shit. he's still going he's okay, still going go. so. Pepper spray and shit like that. You got to handle stressful situations. Yeah, so they'll they'll pepper spray you, and then they'll send you into a room, and you got to deal with whatever's behind the doors. And sometimes it's oh shit, someone so you still them. have to perform oh, yeah. even oh, though you're fuck. under this shit. So you got to like handle your shit while you're suffering from this, right? Because I don't, I guess I don't know how to relay this uh, to where most everyone would understand it. But but we have a color code system that we go by that defines a mental status so oh yeah yeah yeah. and most people like you know around military and stuff understand the color code system of the mental status but we're code black is like the worst thing that you can go in our line and code black is you're panicking you're freaking the fetch out and you you've lost your mind you don't know what to do you're just standing there sucking air and that's about it and so what they're testing in those situations to make sure that you're not one of those that is going to go code black. <laughs> pull out your gun and just start just spraying. Start, oh, yeah. praying, spraying and praying. Well, so when I was <laughs> interested in becoming a cop, I, I did a bunch of ride-long hours. And one of the things that uh, one of the officers did for me, and I actually appreciate that he did this, uh, he pulled me aside and made me watch a couple hours worth of videos of actual cops going code black. Getting, and Getting fucked up? It, it, dude, I mean, one of them, it, they're graphic. The, the videos that I watch were graphic, and as a female cop in California, she went code black, and the, she ends up just throwing her gun at, at the suspect. <laughs> oh, shit. And oh, the shit. suspect shoots and kills her. Oh, shit. And that's like, you know, and, and that's a reality. Like, unfortunately, as a law enforcement officer, you know, that's that's something that you're potentially faced with. And so I... I would prefer to be weeded out if I'm one of those that's going to go cold black and I'm that kind of condition. You know, I, right. I would rather they weed me out, kick me out, and say, "Hey, the same for you." Same like, for you, yeah. Find yeah, something yeah. safer for you. What's yeah, like? There's... What's like right before code black? Uh, code code red. So code red is you know crap's happening around you, but you're still able to think your way through it, and you're still in the fight. You're mentally engaged in your processing and your reasoning. It, it's all intact. So code red that's is it, is a I mean, I, I hate to use the word a, a good thing if you're code red, if you just remain in code red. But for in our line of work, yeah, if you just go to code red, hey, we're okay with that because code red is great. That means you're still going to perform. You can handle yourself. Despite the stress, you're, you're still going to stay engaged and you're going to keep your craft together and, and you're going to be safe, you know, in that fight. So, what's the first step in the color thing? Cause code white. Of course it is. So white, yellow. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but like, 
Oh damn! It was it was low hanging. No, but but what would Code White be? Code White's your at home in your underwear, sitting in your lounge or watching TV. Oh, that even has a code? Really? <laughs> That's Code White, man. Code White. Code White sounds like you're Code White a lot, aren't you? <laughs> I was definitely Code White the whole time. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, I couldn't deal with any other code colors. Yeah, you're you're Is not it? really aware of anything around you. You're not concerned about it. You're just just chilling. Yeah, you're just chilling. Damn. Damn. So yeah, so code white is also bad. Yeah, code white. You don't want to be code white. We we stay yellow and red in our job. You come to work in yellow. Is there an orange? Mm, I'm. Should I mean, I, should I ask? I'm trying to like do the gray areas here. Like, is, is there a code? Is there a code brown? brown? <laughs> there is a code brown. Oh fuck it, Jesus! Oh, sorry. I just want to know. So, I, I'll, I'll I'll tell you what code brown is. So, if you walk up, two cops are in the same room. One says, "Dude, I got a code brown." That means you're beating feet as quick as you can to get to a restroom because you're about to crap your pants. Oh, okay. So, yeah. it's code brown. I knew how to do with shit. <laughs> I just have to ask. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> anyway, so how long how long does does the post process take, and do you have to like do it again, like you know, like every four years or something? No, so you don't got to complete the complete process, um, but yeah, you have to stay up on your training hours to show that you're continuing your education in it. Oh, okay. And that's a huge thing for law enforcement is that you're meeting certain standards and that you're, you're showing that you have the knowledge to still be out on the street, that you're not falling behind because honestly, the laws change every year in July. We get a, we get a set of, you know, papers and that say, Hey, here's the new rules. You may have been doing this for the last 35 years, but today this is forward. Yeah. It's so July is like your new year's almost like, (laughs) yeah, that's when stuff changes. Yeah. That's, That's tough. Trying to keep up with that, that's tough. Oh, yeah, especially now, like, you know, the, the, this this time, you know, 2021, 20 and 2021, how everything is changing. Right. You know. Do you it, feel it, like yeah. it's worse or better Um, than, like, say, when the first three years that you were oh, a police shoot. officer? When I started, it was easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say easy, but it was a lot, lot better to be a cop when I first started. It's, okay. it's, I mean, even where I live, I... I live in a community that's very supportive of police officers, mm-hmm. you know, but the climate around the United States right now and everything going on, yeah, it does have its effect in our community. Yeah, I bet. And so we still see some of that stuff and it shows up at our doorstep and, and we still have to deal with it. Um, you know, there, there is a lot of, there's a lot of things nowadays that weren't there when I started, when I started, you didn't have the level of misinformation being sold mm. as truths that you do now. Yeah. And there, there's a lot of people that hear something just, and, and they take it as gospel instead and it's more, of research. You don't think it's more the social media that, that, that does that? I do. I, I believe yeah. it's a lot of social media. I mean, my personal opinion on social media is, is it, it's good and bad, you know, and, and it is what you make yeah. of it. If you think, your way through social media and you say, Hey, even though someone's saying this, I'm going to research it and see if that's true. I think, you know, people are fine as long as they do that. But I, I think there's a person that we know that does that a lot. <laughs> huh? Yeah. You, Craig, Craig, Craig does that a lot. I don't trust anything that I read. <clears throat> I don't trust a damn thing. Right. Yeah. And that's why you do your due diligence and then. That's how I am yeah, anymore. Yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, it, and it's no matter which 
you know, side you take, it it's happening on both sides. And it, it's unfortunate, you know, I, it's created a lot of uh, issues in, in law enforcement itself because partial truths, um, you see a lot of the video clipping. So out there you get this little tiny snippet of a video of something that happened that was law enforcement related and everyone's like, Oh, that yeah, it's like that crooked. cop beat the shit out of that guy. Why did he do that? But what they don't show is that, you know, that guy had a knife trying to stab some people and that's why the cop shot him or, or things like that. You know, it's they, like that one picture from, I think it's from Vietnam, but they had a, so some people showed the, there was a guy kneeling and there was a, a guy pointing a gun at him. And then the other side, there's a guy giving him water. And so some people will show the guy giving him water. Some people will show the guy pointing a gun but nobody would show the full picture, like just right, and it's kind of messed yeah. Up. They were probably pointing the gun at him so that the one guy could be safe, giving him water. Yeah, exactly. And and both pictures leave out that story. Yeah, and it's messed up this situation with police officers because as a civilian, like if you believe that shit that you read, you're more scared to go for them for help when you do need it. Right. Yep. And yep. and you put them in danger because you're scared of them. So the way you act is you act in a way where they think you're doing something and it just escalates and it's kind it's of spir- it spirals. Yeah, it does for sure. You know, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that we try and change in law enforcement. We try and change people's perspective of, you know, us and what it is that we do and, and what we're looking for in our day in and day out. Um, you know, a lot of it is, and a lot, of, I, I'm sure most of us heard this growing up. You better get in your seatbelt or the police are going to come get you yeah. kind of thing. Like, <laughs> yep. But, but it's sad because in a way, like the effect that it has on kids yeah. growing up, they're Should like, Oh man, the police are out to get me. You know, it, it, it kind of sets that tone for, uh, for children you know, as they grow up. And so I should I, probably not say that anymore. Though. It seems, my, like, my it seems like a really harmless thing, but yeah. It, he, yeah. Cause my son, if we if we don't put our seatbelt on, he'll tell us like, Hey, put your seatbelt on. Cause the police is going to stop you. They're going to take you away. He's three. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll stop doing that. Then. <laughs> well, I think there's a lot of stuff that happens too. Like people don't understand use of force. Right. And I think that's, that's going to, that's going to make it really hard. Like in Colorado, they've already started passing laws where, where they've basically changed the whole outlook of what normal use of force is. Do you know what's going on with that? I, you know, I don't, it, it's hard for me to keep up on everything everywhere because like we were saying before, you got shit to handle here. I mean, it's hard keeping up here. Not only do we have the changes that, that take effect in July, but in court as certain cases, you know, are passed through and all that, that changes the way that certain criminal actions are are approached for other fields. So like um, years ago, so I'm a canine handler and I, I follow canine law. Um, years ago, canine officers used to be able to go up to doorsteps anywhere that a mailman could go to deliver mail. They could go up to a doorstep and present a, a front door as a, an area to search for a sniff. But um, Years ago, the courts changed that because of the action of a, of a few officers. Um, and they define that as an area that has an expectation of privacy. And so no longer can we walk oh. up to a front door of a house and let a dog sniff. We have to have some probable <clears throat> cause to be able to do that or a search warrant. Or, so to even saying. enter the property? For the most part. I mean, there have a reason. <clears throat> there's parts of the property that, that we're still able to 
to to go on. Down. But he's taking notes. He's like, yeah. Asus, Asus can't take any of this seriously. <laughs> no, I take everything seriously. But you know, you have to have fun too. Oh, oh shit! I'm, I'm sorry. That was funny. No, it was funny. It wasn't. No. I laughed. Oh, I it, was it, was it was good. It was good. I had a question. What was it? Shit. That comment kind of ruined the whole thing. Anyway, about, about the canine stuff or about no, something else? His, his. Uh, no, it was, it was going to be change the subject. I was going to ask you, because I asked you how it's being a cop, if it's more difficult or less now. Mm-hmm. The other question was going to be, has crime increased or decreased? Because they make it seem like it's way more dangerous now, but like statistics show that it's kind of that safer. Not. Is yeah. that... Uh, my experience, and this is just telling you, I, I don't have any hard numbers in front of me, but I can tell you my own experience and what I see day to day. Um, for us, crime is increasing. Increasing. Um, and, and here's why. This is what I'm seeing more in our community. Now, it, you know, I have to understand it's going to be specific to each community. Yeah, of course. Right. But our community, there is a huge uptick in mental illness. And a lot of those individuals that are mentally ill and and kind of reaching that terminal stage of you know, looking at ending their life, they tend to do very irrational and dangerous things. Jeez. And so, you know, when I started uh, my career, we maybe had two or three mental subjects a year that, that we had to deal with on a, on a serious level. And now, you know, we're, we're pretty close to one a day, at least one a day. Shit, what, oh, what, what could be causing that? Like what, Depression and yeah, but it's, it's well, maybe yeah, maybe the time being maybe, indoors maybe all fucking COVID. Did last year have like a really pronounced increase in that? Um, last year for us, the increase that we saw was more of like the domestic type stuff. I think people well, being trapped being in the house, home, yeah, getting absolutely. angry. And I'll tell you, people were angry last year, and everywhere we go, like typically on traffic stops, people were were you know pretty good for the most part, but. Man, last year I tell you what I, I took a tongue lashing from a lot of people and <laughs> just for just for pulling them over for yeah, speeding. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and I understood like that's the thing. Like as a cop, you're no different than anyone else out there. Like I I go through the same things that the people I'm pulling over go through in a day, and and you know I'm the only difference is is I'm on the other side of the window, you know. But so I understand. Like I I a lot of us understand the frustration and and what's going on there and so we, we I, th- I feel like we handle it pretty well but we do have our bad days so have ro- have robberies increased um you know i i can't say in our area that we've had an increase in in robberies uh burglaries yes yeah oh man what's the difference of burglaries like homes right robberies by force burglary oh. is is it's just uh, sneaking them Illegally entering a, yeah, illegal. a robbery. Oh, okay. I thought robberies was like banks. So, yeah. so robberies are robberies. Robbery is like somebody's awake. Yeah. So and burglary is probably more like while people are sleeping, you break into their house oh, okay. and take their shit. To make it easy, burglary is a property crime. Robbery is a crime against people. Oh, oh okay. That okay. makes sense. Yeah. So there has to be someone present, and they have to be in like some type of danger or threat of danger to them for. Yeah, because you assume people losing their jobs, people being desperate, you know. So burglary is like somebody's breaking into a car that nobody's yeah. in, and robbery is like you're getting, you're yeah, getting mugged. Yeah, like yeah. someone's saying, I'm going to shoot you if you 
don't hand over your wallet type situation. So. Damn. And see, me, like, here in Idaho Falls, I would never expect that here. Oh, it's... Like somebody to point a gun at me and say, hey, give me your wallet. Like, you know, see, like, like on the weekends, I carry my chain around, like, you know. Right. And never even crosses my mind somebody. Yeah, you're not, you're, you're... You're not what people would call a soft target. <laughs> um, you know, like not many people are going to walk up to you and be like, yep, I'm going to steal from that guy. Right. <laughs> like they're going to walk up to people like me and be like, yeah, I'm going to, that, I'm probably gonna, not yeah, you either. I'm going to steal that. Probably more that. like me. No, I think, I mean, maybe, 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 <laughs> yeah, both, maybe both of us. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Leo, you're not a soft target. I don't, I don't know if you no, noticed but, that. But, but still, like, I don't, I don't see that happening here, you know. Okay. See that guy eating right. ice cream over there? Go steal his shit. <laughs> <laughs> As I drop two scoops. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, so burglaries are up, but not necessarily robberies. Yeah, you know, in our area, I have I haven't noticed an uptick in the robberies. I mean, they happen, but it's it's about the normal, the status quo. So, so the thing you've seen probably the most then is the domestics. Yeah, in the last year. Dudes I, beating their wives and kids and shit like that. Yeah, you know, a lot of them, fortunately and unfortunately, um, a lot of them are, are verbal. You know, most of the time we get there and they're in each other's face yelling and saying stuff. But um, but we did see, you know, some, some battery-type incidents. That, yeah. And it's unfortunate. It's tough. <clears throat> like, I, I hate seeing that kind of stuff. What's the, like... What's the type of call that you're like, fuck, I really don't want to go do this? Frauds. Oh, man, that's so easy. Frauds. And really? It could, yeah. They, they're a, there's a dozen of them a day, man, like for us. <laughs> oh, it's, my God. I, I mean, college students, <laughs> so you got to think about the community that I live in. It's college students, right? College students, and then we have several retirement community um, right. type things there. Right. And so those are the two highest target, targeted you know, subgroups. And so for us, day in, So day what can out. you even do? I mean, you're just filling out a report and like, okay, we'll go file it, I guess. So like, I can't even tell you the number of frauds that I've taken. I mean, it's, <laughs> oh, it's in, insane. And in my career, I've been able to catch one. Jeez. And that was, that was last year or two years ago. And they were across state lines. I, I, it's extremely difficult for us. Um, it can be done, but you know one of the things that we run into is a jurisdictional issue. And so, yeah, of course, that would be so. That would be yeah, that would be hard. Yeah, it's it's tough because it's happening on Facebook. <clears throat> it's happening on job hiring sites like Indeed, things like that. Oh yeah. So you know, and it's happening <clears throat> just over the phone. You know, people calling saying, "Hey, this is." I'm Sergeant so-and-so, which, and they're getting crafty with the way that they're yeah, doing Yeah, I got a call problems. saying that one of my shipments was stopped by customs and had drugs in it. Yeah. Have you ever heard? One oh, of yeah. It, I got one recently yeah. where they were, they were really insistent that they were asking me questions that would be really easy to say just the words yes to. Mm. And, oh, yeah. And after like two, after a couple of, yeah, after a couple of questions, I was like, no, fuck this. <laughs> Oh, fuck you guys. After a couple of questions, I was like, this guy, this guy, all he wants out of me is a yes. He just wants, he just wants me to say that word. And, and there's something else. And this is what a lot of people don't realize with that kind of shit too, is that most of these fraud type calls and most of these people that are like trying to steal your information, they're not trying to steal it all in one go. 
they're going to get one piece of information this way, then they're going to switch and do something else to get the next piece of information, and that's what makes it so fucking hard to track them down, uh, is yeah. that they're getting, by the time they have enough of your information to steal your identity or do whatever, they've talked to multiple different companies, they've tried multiple different things, and it's it, it didn't all come from one place, so it's hard to track them down and say this this group or this individual took my information because they got it from multiple places. And the thing that sucks is that you don't trust any calls anymore. Like right. Some, sometime you might get, someday you might get a real call that's like they're trying to actually like save so you money <laughs> like you're on so something and, <laughs> and you're just going to hang up on them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, even now so when sure. I don't recognize the number, I answer like a dick. And then somebody will be like, oh, hey, Craig, what's up? And I'm like, fuck, I know this person. <laughs> Have you called them and like he's me, done that before? Me, no, like, no. you know, when they, and I get these calls and and I see the number, and I'm like, and it's on the bottom says, maybe junk mail. I'm like, ¿Qué onda, verga? <laughs> uh, is this Mr. Espinosa? This is your son's teacher? <laughs> <laughs> because they're, they're expecting that hello. Yeah. yeah. And then they drop their spiel, and then, you know. This is your son's Spanish yeah. teacher? <laughs> <laughs> oh, understands the word better. <laughs> well, I haven't got that yet. <laughs> I was calling to talk to you about his language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this what is all? Thank yeah. you, sir. <laughs> oh, let me get his dad. Hold on. <laughs> oh, man. So you're doing frauds, like, every day. Oh, man. Yeah, Do you have to? So, so. When, like, somebody calls and they you show up and you got it, like, you're going to do a report or whatever, do you have to follow up on every single one of those? Uh, yeah, I mean, those are one of those that they're like, hey, see this through, get to the bottom of it and do what you can on it. And so all prioritize, those, like, on, like, importance levels? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know, absolutely. Because if you didn't prioritize, I mean, the amount of calls that come in, yeah. you, if you didn't do that, you would you would get buried. So, so this is why when somebody's bike gets stolen, like they don't get much traction usually. Yeah, I oh, I mean, come to Rexburg, we we could help you out with that. We would take a little more time in that because we have time to do that. But in Idaho Falls, you know, they got people punching each other and stuff that that they got to go to. So priority of bike theft over there. Yeah, you, you're gonna get a pretty good. You're gonna get a pretty good uh, police response on that or us following through. But in like a big urban area, they like they don't even have time. Yeah. Yeah, urban areas are going to be like, hey, man, sucks. I feel bad for you, but we got this dude over here. But your murdered. neighbor got shot so, last night, so yeah. we, <laughs> we kind of got to check on that one, too. Yeah, <laughs> Find four bikes. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. he got shot because he was stealing bikes. Yeah, that, I mean, that that's policing in general. I, everything oh. you do, it's priority. You got to – because if you dealt with everything the same way, you would never get anything done. You wouldn't be effective as a cop because you just – you couldn't be, there would be so many things that slip through the cracks. So you just, yeah. you got to prioritize, hurry, knock it out. And that allows you to, you know, do more in the end. Yeah. So, so what's the call you do want though? Like the one that, hell yeah, I'm taking this one. Oh, Is it like <laughs> high speed pursuit. Or? Uh, like a kid. We're going to find yeah, out if he's an adrenaline yeah. junk, junkie right now. A streaker. Yeah. There's a, there's a streaker in the middle of no, no one college wants, girl, no. college girl running around on yeah. campus nude. Hell yeah. I got it. Like 20 cops. I'm on it. Yeah. See that? That's a problem. Yeah. I mean, you, you take a streaker call, you never know what you're going to get there. So <laughs> you, you walk in thinking one thing and you're surprised by oh, it's, it's always what you don't hope want. It wouldn't be. So. So, so is there a type of call that you, you do not necessarily enjoy, but that you prefer? Yeah. I mean, like Craig was saying, I mean, the, the excitement, the, there's a lot of calls. So, I mean, fights and stuff are fun. Uh, 
you, you know, you get those really? people that are running, people that are willing to run and, and do that. You're in your mind, you're thinking, I've been training my <laughs> yeah. whole life for this moment. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Are you ever like, just run, just do it. Just, just begging somebody to run. Um, <laughs> I can't say. He's going to have me flag this one. I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Let, let's just say that that, uh, that would be a fun call. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Call. <laughs> there's, there's a question somebody asked on here that said, what's the one question you wish people would ask any cop? Oh, that's and a good one. Whoa. Also one that you hate. <laughs> uh, well, the question, the question uh, that I... I guess that I hate the most. I'll start with that one. Oh shit! I probably asked it already. Okay, go. No, no, you're good. <laughs> probably. I, I, I'm a dog handler, and mm. we always, we always work from. Oh, okay. Like, it's the can I pet your dog, isn't it? No, no. <laughs> really. But that there, been there's the bad. Guess. So, like, our our mindset is: if you have something bad, do it up front and end on a positive. Don't ever end on the negative. So, I, I kind of go in that order. Just yeah. that's my mindset. But you know, the question. I guess you did ask it. You, you, but the one that <laughs> I knew it too because he looked at me like, oh, yes, again. Okay, go in your People are like, just I bet, ruined my day. I bet you get bored around here. Like that pe- one. Okay. Yeah, people just assume you know, yeah. being in a small yeah. town that we do nothing. Like, see, and I didn't assume that. I just wanted to ask. I know because yeah. people assume. <laughs> Good job, Jesus. <laughs> Shit. It's all right. I, I already got your license plate numbers. <laughs> Oh, shit. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you fun, buddy. Yeah, is it my Nissan truck. That's up here with the top logo on the back. We already talked. No, the you know any question where people are are uh, looking to, I guess, just educate themselves regarding what what our policies are okay. or, or what we're really looking for as police officers. I th- I feel like those are great questions because, you, like I, I said before. Those. There's so many people out there just assuming that, that we're out there doing this. Like the, the quota yeah. thing, a lot of people assume that there's this quota and that we're just this trying like... Trying to meet this. And trying yeah, to... you know, we're just this machine. We go out, we don't, don't have feelings. We just yeah. just go and roll over Just make some money for the, com- for the, for the city. Right. Yeah. yeah, so like right now, my, like my, the car that we have, we bought it out of state. So the front plate... Doesn't it doesn't have a front plate mm-hmm. where, where to put it? So we put it on our dashboard. Is that okay, or should I? So do you want the technical answer? Letter of law says no. yeah. Letter of law says no. But. Let, letter of law says no. Letter of law says that it has to be mounted on the front bumper, okay. securely fastened to it, and the rear bumper. Yeah. Um, spirit of law. Most of your cops, most of us, we're gonna say, dude, you got a license plate on back. You got one up front. You're good. As okay. long as all your registration, everything's changed, and and it's all addressed. Yeah, because we properly. we order the thing is just I have to drill holes into the bumper and I'll screw it up. And yeah. I can help you with how to do that with my SM. yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll have I'll have made me. Help. And then the other one is uh, oh really oh yeah the turn signal like it's it's busted so I have to do that whole the whole thing really Ooh, you have that's to okay, do the right? arm signals. Oh, yeah, heck. If you do yeah. the arm signals, in I don't fact, think he does the arm signals. When, the, when it's cold and there's no cars in front, I don't I do it. You, I don't. <laughs> but, you. I uh, who you. am I going to give the signal to? There's like nobody on the road. Why don't you just go buy a bulb? Because I have to take off the wheel well thing to put it on. I, what? I went and bought a bulb. <laughs> you, you know, it, so stupid. If I was driving around <laughs> and I saw you doing hand signals, 
out of your car, I might just pull you over to tell you that's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my career. I've done hand signals. Like If I see a car that's waiting for me, I will do a hand signal because it's unfair for him that like that he has to wait an extra five seconds for me to turn and then he's all pissed off because apparently I don't know how to use a turn signal, so I, I use it, but... How many people do you think look at you thing. like, I don't understand what the fuck he's doing? The young generation. Yeah, because, I mean, they're probably thinking I'm doing, like, some weird thing. <laughs> I don't think they think that. I doubt that. Or people are like, who's that guy waving at? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I also hope I'm there. using the right ones, too. Because what if I'm getting them, like, completely wrong? <laughs> no. They're pretty, I mean. They're pretty easy, right? Turning uh, left right or... and left and yeah. Yeah. stop, right? Yeah, I mean. Good. It's kind of hard to fuck them up when you're the driving. The stop one's harder. Because, like, my elbow doesn't doing the robot. Yeah. <laughs> so if I do them inside because it's cold, like because they can still see that, me, I don't that, think that doesn't that work. That no, doesn't count. No, it has so to be don't do them inside. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. You guys have any like that that you guys are wondering? Because uh, I can't be the only one wondering stupid shit like this. Um, I mean, probably, but I don't have any in mind right now. You'll ask them in person. No, yeah. no, no. I mean, like, <laughs> so don't just for yourself. Like no, I, no. Seriously, I, I can't think of anything like weird like that. that I've been wondering. Like it's you know it's crazy that you you've never been on a ride along with him. We should do it. Yeah, that's fun, dude. Yeah, wait until I'm working a late shift. The late shifts are funner. Oh, fun. yeah, that's so, where everybody. That's it, where all the crazies come out. Yeah, it just gets a little funner. I mean, it, not even necessarily the crazies, but there's a lot more activity at night because weekend people, weekend night. There's a lot more illegal oh, yeah, activity yeah. at night. Yeah, because people like you know they think hey, so. It's so dark, check this out. Right now we're safe. saying weekend night. So last Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I went out to dinner, and from there, I think it was like eight o'clock. I'm like, "Shit, I want to, you know, drink another beer." So we go to the Samoa Club, and it's pretty chill. Like every time I are there any Samoans in the Samoa Club? No, no, no. Why is it called the Samoa Club? I don't know. I don't <laughs> fucking know. I think it was okay. I think we looked up. It was just it to was get some. I was just trying to get like some context. 1960. Yeah, I think that's when that opened. Or I was just trying to get some context for the people that aren't from yeah. Idaho Falls. Well, come to Idaho Falls and check yeah. it out. Yeah, it's a small bar. But anyways, we're sitting there. My wife, my wife's not drinking, you know, and they keep offering her uh, Sprite. Or so I didn't know this, but when like the DD shows up, you can get free drinks. Like, yeah, they'll pop, get free soda, and waters, water, or whatever. Yeah, chip, whatever they, they give it to them for free because they're DDs. And so I didn't know that. And so the lady's like, "Honey, you know what? Do you, what can I get you?" And my wife, "No, I'm, I'm cool. You know, we just went out to dinner." And, and so I'm drinking a beer, and these two gals show up. How many beers? Don't worry about it. Okay. Everybody just, says two. Just a couple. Just a yeah. couple. And so these ladies show up, and then their brother, husband, I don't know, they all look like. And they start playing this game where they start writing this these uh, words on the napkins, and then you have to make a phrase and pass it on. And so, you know, they give it to me. I'm like, fuck. And so I make a phrase and pass it on. So we leave like at 10.30. I think it was 10.30, close to 11. We leave. And then the next morning... You know, East Idaho News, fucking these two gals beat the shit out of another girl in there right after we left. <laughs> yeah. They're fucking, you know, you, you see that they're, in, you know, they're getting booked and then so you see their mugshots. She probably threw their napkins on the floor or something. Something. <laughs> something stupid. <laughs> but I'm like, holy shit, we were just sitting there. You know, they got a big old bra like us and beat the living shit out of this lady. It must be boring because I never see fights like whenever we go to dances and stuff. I don't know. Maybe just because um, I don't see him very often. Very rare. I guess I'm hanging out with the right crowd or something. Or you don't go out at night. We yeah, because we used to do those. The, the, we used to go do all those quinceañeras and shit, and 
You'd hear them out there, but I guess maybe that's because no. Back like when I was growing up, like that was you know, you go to Quintanera, you go to a you know somebody for sure fight. The whole point is that somebody's gonna go fight. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, because there's people that's all they like to do. So, one of the things that that you you know that we've been hearing a lot about in the last couple last year in particular is like mental health for cops, and it sounds like in most places there's not. There's no help. There's. It's not like, it's not like, like they look at the. If there's a, say that there's like a psychologist that works for the police department, they all they all look at him as I don't trust this person. They're gonna like air my dirty laundry. Right. My secrets aren't gonna be secret. Right. Is that like? Is that? Is that a thing here or is it different? So, I, well, I heard two parts to that question. So the yeah. one, the the trusting the psychiatrist and that they're actually there to help you, not hose you over. And the, is there help for yeah. law enforcement? Yeah, I so, agreed. Okay. Two questions. Um, yeah, so Idaho is actually getting a little bit better. Um, now they're starting to address that. Uh, when I started, there wasn't anything like that. Um, you know, just within the last couple of years, they created a, uh, a package for workman's comp claims uh, for PTSD type stuff for law enforcement, first responders, because, I mean, most of the time, honestly, you know, you see that stuff, you deal with it, you kind of remain in that code red, you're, you're dealing with all the crisis and trying not to, to lose your mind in it all and, you know, trying to help others stay sane throughout it. And so it doesn't even hit you until, you know, it could be days, weeks, months, years later where it finally catches up with you. You slow down or there's something that, takes you back to that spot yeah and so it it's it's kind of a tricky thing and that i think that's been part of the problem is you know insurance companies and stuff they say well how do we track this if we don't know when the symptoms are gonna be onset and so i i I do feel you know that they've been working at it people have been trying to figure out how do we go about this but yeah you're right there hasn't been a whole lot out there um but idaho is getting better they're moving in the right direction um there, there are several several groups. Uh, I'm a member of one. It's called the Fraternal Order of uh, Police, and they address that. So it's similar to a union type thing, um, or like a fraternity sorority type, you know, deal. Like where you join, you you pay dues to it, but then they provide you with specific services. And one of them, uh, one of the services that they provide us, is um, helplines and they have groups that are independent from your workplace. So you can be anonymous. Right. You can, you can air your shit and be anonymous. Right. Okay. And it's not tied into your workplace. And then, so, I mean, they, we've gotten creative on finding ways to sidestep. How do we, how do we not hose ourselves over when we go in for help? So, yeah, you know, it's, it's getting better and, it, and it does happen. I mean, it's a very real thing. Yeah, I mean, I like I look at it like I'm just a civilian dummy, and <laughs> and uh, I like to think that I'm usually situationally aware, like maybe that kind of code yellow, but I do not spend time in this code red that you're talking about. I don't. I very rarely does something like that happen where I'm like, oh shit, I need to I need to really be careful here more than just pay attention to what's happening, right. and like. It seems like cops, every time you pull somebody over, you have to be conditioned red. Like, you can't be 
you can't be code yellow because you don't know if they you don't know what they got in their hands you don't know what they're doing like you don't know what their intentions are right that just seems like no matter what that's even if nothing ever happens that's got to weigh on you and it, so it does like, it does yeah for sure i about two years in to policing i told my wife i feel like there's a piece of me that's gone forever now you know that i'll never get back and and it was almost some innocence i you know that being naive and assuming that you were safe at all times i mean that exactly like we are yeah. Know, like I'm saying, like I never think that would happen here, but yeah, yeah, there, yeah. there's something yeah. to be said yeah. about that. That ignorance is blisting. Mm-hmm. Even when I go on vacation, I'm constantly, and it's just programmed into you. And why is it that way? Because that's how I survive. You know, if I don't have that mindset out there, that's how you get hurt. That's how you get killed. That's how you get your partner killed. So that's how you get innocence hurt. I can't, I can't be in that condition. And so, yeah, you know, it takes a toll on you. The human brain wasn't meant to stay in that you know status at, at all time that long yeah that's so. that's why that's why you get an adrenaline dump right. when something like that happens and then you should be able to go back to normal right but it's like what if you have that adrenaline dump fucking 10 times a day <laughs> that's that seems <laughs> like a choose. lot it messes you, know? you up yeah for sure so it's, what can your common civilian do like when you get pulled over to make the police officer more comfortable so that they're not like stressed about like where your hands are. Put your fucking hand on the steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <right>? No. <laughs> no. So, because if I'm like this, it's going to be kind of weird. So, <laughs> they'll probably be like, you can just put your hands down. Like, yeah. you can relax. Right. But, no. And see, I love that question. I, I love this question. Finally, I get a right one. There you go. Good <laughs> oh, job, yeah. Jesus. All right. Boom. If you want your dick jerk, just let me know. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, have, I'll, no. I'll, I'll delegate that to John. He'll do it for you. Sorry. No, you're good. Since, since he's the one that isolated that. Yeah. yeah. So the question, to answer that question, is just understand that in my line of work, I have to assume that everyone's out there to hurt me Yeah. Yep. until I can prove that they're not. And even at that, you know, you always in the back of your head, even though I might say this is somewhat of a safe situation, my guard's never totally down. So if you do something completely spastic and out of the blue... I'm going to jump right back up to that, yeah. you know? And so uh, the best thing you can do is just understand that that's the mindset of the cop. We're, we're not there to hurt you. We're not there to yeah. cause you any more grief or any stress. But if you ramp things up and if you don't follow simple instructions, I have to assume that your next step is you're going to try and kill me. You're going to try and hurt me some, you know, some way, somehow. And so I have to adjust. To yeah, that. of course. And so be cool. Like, Honestly, to, to dumb it down, just be cool. Like, talk talk to us like you were talking to your neighbor. Okay. That's the biggest thing. You know, if you're out there and you, you have nothing to hide and you're not involved in criminal activity, it's not a big deal. Traffic stops, yeah. they can actually be fun. I've had some really great conversations, some really good interactions on traffic stops. And it was just because people understood that. They're like, hey, I know what you're going through, man. Yeah. I, I, here's my stuff. Here's whatever you need. Be honest. I give, I award points, and most cops do. We award points for honesty. So if I stop you and I say, hey, man, you're speeding, and I have you on radar and all that stuff, you know, I, when guys are like, no, I wasn't, I wasn't speeding, I'm like, you're right, I'm making this up. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I woke up this morning thinking, you know what, I'm going to go find this car, and I'm going to make up this story, and I'm just going to mess with this guy. 
I don't got no no cop out there has time for that. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> so you know, if most of the time when, when you're pulled over and stuff does happen, you know, occasionally I have had one. Uh, I, I don't know if I should say names or not, but no, probably not. Yeah, don't say not. names. Okay, uh, so so one of the parents of uh, uh, one of our friends growing up, <laughs> <laughs> I pulled oh, I pulled her over and. It was when I was younger in my career, and, and I had some older equipment. But I had this vehicle speeding down the highway. But there was a group of them, and I was certain that I had this one isolated. And so anyway, I flick on the radar, and it reads a speed. And I'm like, okay, cool. I got this vehicle. Pull her over, and she's adamant. And I know this lady. You know, I, I know her background. And, and she's adamant. I was not speeding. I never speed. And I'm like, yeah. I started thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, this, this is kind of not really fitting this is a shoe that's not fitting and going back as i played it back later you know i cut her loose and said hey sorry about that i it was probably my mistake so i went back and thought about it and i had a semi that was moving behind her and it was clipping along the way that the radars work the old school radars and the new radars are amazing but the old school radars it just took the most reflective object and it displayed you that speed it didn't discriminate. So if you had a small car and a large semi, you're going to get the speed of the semi, and not the car. And I just had tunnel visioned in on that one car, and I'm like, hey, here we go. You know, I got my car. And it was probably that truck. Right. And that's exactly so. The more I thought about it, I'm like, hey, that was my mistake. You know, I'm glad that I cut her loose and that I told her, hey, after hearing her story, hey, th- things aren't adding up here. Yeah, I cut you a break. And that's <laughs> for me. And I can tell you all, all the guys that I work with and girls. Uh, it's the same. Everyone does the same thing. You, you kind of just use your common sense and we screw up. We understand we screw up and, and we're willing to admit, uh, admit that we made a mistake. So if you're talking with us and you bring something up, that's legitimate. Yeah. Most of the police officers I've dealt with are, have been like really nice because I got pulled over once for not having my headlights on because okay. it was, I was coming out of Walmart, a Walmart. So it's like really lit. Right. And you hadn't he, noticed yet. <laughs> no, I hadn't noticed. And he pulled me over and, <laughs> My the car that I was driving the the window didn't roll. I I should get better cars, huh? But yeah, anyway, the, the, the window didn't roll down in the, in the driver's seat, so I rolled down the 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 back seat, which I it's almost the window I use anyway because I'm like as it's a small car. I'm like way I, back there, and then I laid back. <laughs> no, so, yeah. so I told him, "Hey, man, my my window doesn't work. Is it okay if I open the door, or do you want to just do it through here?" And he's like, "Yeah, you can go ahead and open it." So I open it, and we did it that right. way. But yeah, he was cool about it. Let me go. Didn't give me a ticket or anything. It's just. And I bet in like, his mind, he's like, this motherfucker makes one wrong move. He's yeah. getting shot. Probably. <laughs> yeah. right? right? Am I right? That, you know, Why the fuck is he driving a Fiesta? That's, he's huge and got this tiny little car. He doesn't fit this car. Yeah. Like, something's not adding yeah. up here. So one of my trainers, when you said that, the phrase that my trainer used to tell me, you know, when I started came, came to mind, and that was, we treat everyone like gold. But you also have a plan to kill him at the same time. So, <laughs> oh, shit, <balls. laughs> so yeah, but I mean, you have to. Yeah. You have to, right? And, and that's unfortunately, it's it's ugly, it's rough, you know, to think like that. And and everyday people don't think like that. But it's law enforcement, and and it's a reality in our job that anybody can put on a smile. Yeah, but they can hurt you. Like, yeah, yeah. But in the blink of an eye, you know. So so change. so a question I have that I was thinking about. When you pull somebody over and you run their plates, can you tell if they have a concealed carry or not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it, that's as long as it's 
well, let me say this. I can tell if they have a permit. A permit, yeah. Right. But anymore, I mean, Idaho, oh, we're, yeah. we're a concealed carry, yeah, open yeah, carry now, state. Yeah. So, you, so so when I first got mine, I'm coming out of my, out of, you know, the, the neighborhood I live, and um, I was speeding. And I get pulled over. No. Well, no, no, no. Hold up. Wait, I'm seeing a trend here. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. No, no. And, and, but I got let off. And so, and, and, and he said, this is what he told me, you know, just slow down. But I want to shake your hand and thank you for, for having to conceal. You know, and I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> You're like, how the fuck do you know? I'm like, you know, and it's just, I'm like, you know, thank you. And thank you for your service. And, and I, but I drove off and I'm thinking, I'm like. The fuck, you don't have a gun, yeah. <laughs> you know. But there was something that. So, like in in uh, in Utah, you have to if you get pulled over, you're supposed to tell a cop that you I, I did, you yeah. are carrying if yeah. you're carrying. Yeah, when I was but in Idaho, you don't have to do that, right? Do you get people that do that tell us? Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you would you rather know or not know? I don't know. I mean, I have fun with it. Like I I yeah. I share the same sentiments with that that cop that stopped you yeah. does when people tell me, "Hey, officer, I have a concealed weapon." I, I tell him, cool. I do hey, that when, awesome. when they ask me for my driver's license. I have my hands on my steering wheel. I'm like, and he's like, can I see your driver's license? And I'm like, sir, I have a concealed carry that's on my back, you know, right? It's right where your wallet is. I'm like, you okay with that? And he's like, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. So I get my wallet, pull it out, you know, give him what he needs. But yeah, yeah, it's the same thing for me. Like, mine's, mine's basically right where my wallet is. So if I'm getting pulled over, I'm going to tell the cop, like, I'm carrying a gun. Because if I lift up my shirt and he sees it, and I didn't say anything. I don't want to be like, "What the fuck is going on here?" You know. And so, like, I, I would tell them. I. And so I see, do. when I was going to Vegas, and I got pulled over in Salt Lake, like in Logan, um, speeding, then I, I, speeding, no, again. absolutely. <laughs> I just barely bought that. No, no, I just barely tuned that black truck. I bought a brand new. A brand, a brand oh, okay, that makes it okay. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. And good. so, so this is what happened. I, I tuned the, the black truck. I tuned it. <laughs> But I had never floored. I never, you know. Oh, okay. and so, and, and so, sure. right there, it, tur- it turns into three lanes. Right when you get into into Ogden, I think it turns into three lanes. Yeah, and nobody in front of me, so I hit that fucking throttle. And there's a cop sitting on the top, fucking on the overpass, on the speed overpass. trap. Yep. And so you know, and he see, I see him come down, and I'm like, I'm fucked. But I knew it, you know. I, and and I'm like, I fucking told you. Shit. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so so yeah. Dude, no, I see him coming. I pulled over. I knew it was for me. And uh, and I grab my steering wheel, roll down my window, and the, my truck is tall. And so and so I, I'm like, so he can see my hand, you know. And so he's like, you know, I pulled you over. I'm like, absolutely. I floored it as soon as I passed that the open. I'm like, I floored it. He's like, yes, you did. You know, and then um, and so I told him. He's like, I see. You know, he asked me for everything. I'm like, I got my concealed carry. It's on my right side. He's like, okay, go ahead. So I grab it. He's like, you don't need to get your license registration. It's a company truck, so I know you have insurance. <laughs> That's what he told me. <laughs> so, so what's the what's the how far above the speed limit can you go in? And most Cops will be like, that's fine. (laughs) How far can we push it before you're going to pull us over? (laughs) I've pushed it with five over. Is it a percentage or is it? No, I, you know, that's, that's one of the officer's discretion. Oh, okay. Um, Things I, you know, I can tell you for me, it depends on road conditions. Yeah. Um, So as the road conditions get worse, the lower that threshold becomes, you know, if it's good conditions, let's just say it's not very busy. There's not a high density foot traffic area you know, nearby someone's doing 10 over. 
I'll give him the finger of doom, you know, yeah. like what you're talking about. Yeah, just exactly. say, hey, like, slow it slow, down. Slow down. Not the middle finger? Not the, the middle finger. <laughs> okay. Not the middle okay. finger. And then that would what be pretty what cool. If, like, slow yeah. the fuck down. <laughs> what if you're just, like, flowing with traffic? Like, you're doing what they're doing and... Yeah, like, if, if you're just... Because I've gotten pulled over before for, like... Because I was the last idiot and, like, they were all doing usually pull 10 the first, over and... <laughs> they usually pull the first one over. Really? Yeah. Because I, I was the one that got pulled over. For me, uh, typically, I, and, and, you know, I can't say that this is steadfast all the time. It just depends on yeah. circumstance situation but uh for me most of the time about 15 miles an hour over is when really? i when i start writing because so, i only go three so it, oh man if, you, if you're doing three i ain't even looking at you <laughs> okay so I, can do, I can do seven then i'm but, looking okay. for the arm out the window that's the only thing i'm looking at is okay but you like answer. 10 years ago in my shitty if he's car. doing three over are you looking at him oh, 10 years i'm like this dude has drugs no i'm just kidding especially with the, the beard yeah <laughs> I tried to get him to grow it last year. That was the last year? Yeah. The only reason I'm growing is because that thing you said. And yeah, you, I, I want to shave it so bad right now. No, no, no. We're, we're going to do a main core. You can't push it too much, though. Cause yeah, but we need it to be terrace length before you can. What is it right it? now? Mm, Not you. Nah. It's a respectable length right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking March, but it grew he's faster been growing than I that. He's been growing that for like a solid three weeks. No. 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 Six, from the 16th of December. See? I'm kidding. It was so a, it's a month. A month. He grow, and his beard grows really fast. A month and a, so last a week, year at the beginning of the year, I I'd give him a thousand dollars. Yeah, if he let it grow till December. Yeah, I'm, and I'm he good. And he turned it down. Yeah, I'm what? good. Yeah, I'm questioning <laughs> your judgment. That is the easiest thousand dollars <laughs> he could have ever I made. Been able to become no man. It's it's tough because I know no, I know not. myself. I would have given up like when there's a month left because I'm yeah. Like you did with the uh, weight loss challenge? No, that one I gave up within two, two days. days. Yeah. 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 That's pretty sad. Yeah, that sucks. I'm but jealous, yeah. though. Mine doesn't feel in so good. Oh, yeah. 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 It, 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 it never filled insane. in here before, and so like it, it would suck because I wanted to do the, the little... The, and now you don't want to do And now I don't want to do it. I don't want to do anything. I just... <laughs> but I don't... I have, I'm lazy. I don't like shaving either. So Are you talking about the Fu Manchu? I guess I don't know. No, the 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 Jesus. What do they call it? The, you're talking about a goatee. A goatee. Yeah. No, well, the goatee is just this. No, the goatee is all of this. No, that's the van something. Whatever it is, it's a goatee. <laughs> Everybody not. calls it a goatee. They, yeah, they do call it a goatee, but it's it's got an actual proper name. I can't remember what it's called. What about handlebars? <laughs> you want to do handlebars? No, I'm not gonna do handlebars. Do it. No, I bet I, you would look good with handlebars. Weird. Probably. I not. think you'd look good with handlebars. You'd look like a badass. Right? No. I, I agree. No. You Handlebars don't. and a mullet would be yeah. like the best yes. thing ever. Yes. Like that? Yes. Almost. Yeah, almost. Not, quite that, not quite that girly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, don't a little do more manly of a I asked our followers on Top Snipes also to ask questions for Did him. You, you, so you got some questions? No, they all asked knife questions. Well, ask him some knife questions. <laughs> do you have any coupon codes? I, I TGG30. Good, okay. good answer. TGG30. No, like, when will my mini sling arrive? Can you answer that for them? Uh, oh, yeah, my yeah. goodness. When it gets there. Yeah. They're when, working on it. They're working hard. They're yeah, trying to well, get you your stuff. When When is the brush wolf going to be released, Ryan? When, when, <laughs> that's another thing. You know, they're, they're oh, trying nice. to create some, some uh, uh, surprise to that, keep yeah. you engaged. So yeah. just keep listening. It's coming. May I have a Tahoma, please? Probably doesn't even know what a Tahoma is. I. I don't, but it sounds awesome. It, it is awesome, actually. It's one of, it's one of the <laughs> Can you ship to Jakarta or Indonesia? I mean, I could. 
How, how much they want to pay? That's true. Probably not nice. You know what? I'm actually going to ask the you The answer all to these. that question yeah. is probably not. Can I have a free knife? No, of course not. Well, unless you want to send them one. I, I mean, I've, yeah, I've got some old rusty kitchen knives and stuff. It's just shooting. <laughs> I'll, send, I'll send you some shit. Yeah. We've got like a plastic knife in the, in the patrol room we can send. <laughs> there you go. Um, this one's kind of weird. When will your product has a box? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, so it depends on where you buy the knives from. Uh, I'm your biggest client from Hong Kong. Oh, okay. So they translated it weird. Which knife is good for a murderer? Oh, shit. For a murder? Murderer. For a murderer? Yeah. Probably a sharp knife. So so that's actually, a, that that is a question that I think, I, mean, I don't know, maybe you haven't seen a lot of stabbings. Maybe you have. But my understanding is that the vast majority of knife crime is crime is a crime kitchen, of opportunity. Yeah, they grab whatever the fuck is close by because they didn't plan on on having to use something and so they grab kitchen knives. Yeah. I, I think you see kitchen knives. Uh you know, the last one that, that I, I looked into was a uh and it was here in, in Idaho. But they used a fillet knife, one of the Berkeley fillet knives. And it was probably just there. Uh, no, was that, it theirs that, or was it that one was a crime of passion? Oh yeah, shit! Okay, yeah, it was a crime of passion. So they say you know with uh, stabbing, stabbing is a very personal thing. Yeah, it is. So if yeah, if someone shot, but... makes up their mind to stab someone, like that's up close and personal. So typically, there's some type of emotional tie to that person, unless, like you say, uh, crime of opportunity where they see, hey, here's my moment. Crap, things aren't going the way. Stab, like a stab, burglary got away. interrupted, and right. I got to fucking get out of here. Right. So I grabbed right. the chef's knife out of this knife block yep. that's on everybody's counter. Yeah, because, I mean, let's face it, it just looks weird if you're walking around town with a chef's knife. So you're yeah, going to get a picked up. Well, <laughs> if, you can't, if, <laughs> if you can't talk about it, just, it's fine. I'll take it out. But what's the worst crime you've come across? Oh, shoot, man. Uh, I'm trying to think if I can. I mean, you can yeah. talk about whatever things. details you need to leave out, leave out, or if you can't, then yeah, if you can't, I'll flag it and pretend that that never that question never got asked. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I can answer this in a way that's just generic. Uh, yeah, um, for me, honestly, I, I crimes against children. Oh yeah, crimes it's against children are they're yeah they're horrific, man. Yeah, I mean they. They make the most saintly person a complete, you know, turn into yeah, a devil. You, you know, I, I mean, you have that urge to, you know, make sure that that never happens again. Yeah, but. and see, I like I always thought that was like one of the worst things, but once you have a once you have a kid, oh, it yeah. makes it so much worse. Yeah, yeah I feel like I feel like if anybody ever touched my children, I'd be willing to go to prison for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. They I, are. I don't. I don't. I. I just. I don't have any empathy for that kind of person. No. If you if you think you can touch my kids and get away with it, then you do not. And I think that in general with any kid, you know, you you, you have the balls to touch a little kid or a little girl. Yeah, that one's that one's a rough. No. One. Yeah, it's I, tough. I Just, totally agree with you on that one. It's because you 100%. know, like there's there's in kids, there's an innocence that doesn't exist. You know, in most adults, most adults don't have that innocence like kids. Like kids just have a pureness when they say when they say stuff. Most of the time, e- even if it's 
off color or whatever. Correct. They don't mean it in a bad way. Because no. they don't, like, you know, like it's just completely yeah. observational, yeah, and they're yeah, just being right. honest. Like, and they're not trying to hurt anyone's feeling. Like, they have that innocence, you know. I think that's why the whole thing that you're you're born a good person is like completely legit. Because yeah, I can't even I can't even slap no, my wife's yeah. ass anymore because my kids are like, "Why did you spank mommy?" Yeah, <laughs> like I can't I can't <laughs> like, you know like I can't, spank, even, huh? I can't even do it like walking through the kitchen and like you know a little tap. Yeah. I can't do it. Because they'll see it and be like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. And so, like, that's why I think there's, like, there's good in everybody, but something somewhere along the way gets fucked up, and it's terrible for the adult, but, yeah. It's- like, even my Leanne, when I was like, I'm going to go on a date with mom. Oh, you guys are boyfriend and girlfriend? You know, like, yeah. you know shit like that, and just, you know, makes you laugh. Yeah. So, to take that away from that child, yeah, fuck that, you. Yeah, that, yeah, that's fucked yeah. up. Yeah. 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 It, there's a... There's definitely a nerve that's struck that within me that doesn't come out very often. But when when you deal with crimes like that, and right now that you bring that up, you know, it, I always said it growing up, and I'm like, if I was out hunting and they'd tell me that fucker across that hill, you know, raped a little, you know, five year old, I'm like, I'd go to prison for that. I'd take his ass out. I, you know, it was just something that. Uh, yeah, you know, I just feel like I feel like if it's something you know for for certain. Yeah, I know that person. That they deserve to go. That's man. why I never understand like the court system when, because of a technicality, they let them off. Like that's just how. <laughs> yeah, like you have video proof, you, you know but, it, but it can't be admitted because of the way it was. Risk your uh, fucking the way career and it. put them in jail. Just fuck that person. Just, man. I don't know. And right away, you know. I mean, well, it's easy to say when I'm not a judge, but yeah. at the same time, like, just just fucking risk it. Take or you know, mental health, and then boom, they give them some mental, you know, right. fuck. That, right. that one's tough. That's, that shit's tough. Get a slap on the wrist. For, yeah. yeah, and I mean, I think I think the the stats for pedophiles, like, that's not really something that you recover from. It's very uncommon for somebody who's a pedophile that, that, to, yeah. that actually goes through with an act to not ever do it again. Yeah. That's, yeah, I just, that, I agree with you on that one, Ryan. Fuck that. I, that's, even thinking about it just... It just yeah. raises my blood pressure. I guess probably last question for me. Take a drink of my like, beer. <laughs> um, is, is there like, have you ever arrested somebody and they, they got off on a technicality and then like you saw them like, what the fuck? Or no? Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, because yeah, you screwed something up or yeah, didn't follow or, some <laughs> some letter of the law bullshit. All the time. <laughs> oh, shit. It's common. Damn, oh, that must, piss, yeah, that must piss it, police and officers and off. I'll tell you, a lot of the times it's not even something that we... We did wrong. A lot of the times, it, it's no. Oh, you guys did a great job out there. It's just factor X, Y, and Z came into play, and we decided to go this route with it. Yeah, because oh, that, that's that's got to be horseshit where they make deals in All order the, to get yeah, everybody uh, gets yeah. a plea. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, and there are deals made, and, and you know, honestly, we're told over and over and over, hey, don't don't take it personal. You know, don't don't take your job personal. You go out, do the best you can do, and at the end of the day, just know that you did the best you can do. And once you pass it off, it's, it's but out it of is, your hands. It's got to be personal because your life is at risk, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> how is that not personal? Man, that's tough. Fuck. It, yeah. How is that not personal? Because if I arrest somebody for something that like could give them, you know, thirty, forty years, and they get off on a technicality, they could easily like come after me. Like yeah, or your family or my family or how? Yeah, that's that's yeah, horseshit. That shouldn't be legal. But um, that's tough. Yeah, you know, and and you you said it. I mean, <laughs> we, they tell you don't take a personal. There are times where you you yeah you, you do you do you because yeah. you, you can't 
you have to be not human to right. not. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's none of us insane. are void of emotion. So, yeah, it's all yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I gotta go, but so let's finish it off. So, okay. so Ryan, so we have a. It's been a while since we had a guest. Yes, it's who been has a while not since we been on before. Yeah. Do we have a, a little challenge going we, we give to to our guest? Um, Except John, he didn't get one. John, yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck John. you, John. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I brought you guys one too, oh, so I, I I figured yeah. you guys would appreciate. It. I didn't know. Oh hell yeah! I didn't absolutely. know if you guys do that, but no, no, yeah, same, yeah I brought one over for you. That's I'm gonna look at it and then give it to Leo. <laughs> yeah, we'll share. Yeah, it. We'll so like, that, I'll that take little, custody on the weekends. That little then. card, that little <laughs> card explains all the the. the the things on the coin. The yeah, the card, the little card's like really the best part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the coin's cool and all, but that card makes it makes it legit. Yeah, man, I I love this. Thank you guys. I I really appreciate you having me on. And yeah, yeah, I, you got to uh, come back because there's no, a no, bunch this is, of questions. This is going to be a bunch yeah. of questions that are going to that are going to come up, or we're going to think of. That's cool. Yeah, that 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 is awesome. We should hey. do like a yearly thing or a bi-monthly or something where he comes and answers questions. Yeah, like <laughs> we should we should have like. Uh, every month, you know, or so. and yeah. I've been seeing, I've been like seeing a, this yeah. even on our local radio station, Z one hundred three, even even the Spanish station, where law enforcement goes in every like Monday or Tuesday, yeah, and just talks about, yeah, they have like the Ask a Lawyer Wednesdays on, like a, yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. So that that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely down. So I'm I'm in the process right now of of trying to figure out if I can get one made up for like our K9 unit, our SWAT unit and all that. Yeah. So it, if I can get those, I'll, I'll bring you guys. Oh, yeah. that'll, that'll be awesome. Telling Craig, I, as soon as we decommission some of our gear from SWAT, I've got a patch on there that I'll bring for you guys. Yeah. So. Do you awesome. ever have like old gear that you guys don't need that you guys could, like for us, for picks and stuff, like we're always looking for yeah, that, at least that we kind can of stuff. Borrow and use or, picks yeah. And the, like what, what, what kind of gear are you guys looking for? Just anything, anything that looks like that looks Legit, legit. legit you know, because we can pick up something from the army surplus. Yeah, but it's, but it's old, old school. And, it's all yeah. all that and so um, stuff. They do have some old gear. Uh, most of our ballistic rated stuff, like the tactical mm-hmm. stuff, uh, they keep around for just kind of like an emergency backup. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kevlar and all that has an expiration date, but they still keep it because you never know. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah you it's better know. have something than. Plus, right. how do you really dispose of that? I mean, for us, it's it's fun. We a lot of times, so our vests as they expire, um, you get to shoot them. They'll give them to us, and the they'll say, "Hey, you know, do it, do what you <laughs> yes. need to do with it." And so, watch a twenty-two go through it. Oh, I do. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, I do. <laughs> yeah, like that was keeping <laughs> me safe. Fuck. Well, it, it's crazy. Some of the stuff we've gone out in our own testing. Yeah, you're like. Oh jeez! <laughs> yeah, like I thought this was going to keep you safe. <laughs> this was nothing more than a mental, like a, like a placebo, yeah. a but confidence blanket. Yeah. But it's expired, so you know it would have worked a couple months ago. Three days, <laughs> three days ago was yeah. good, but not today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. for sure, man. Yeah. This was this was fun. So hopefully it you was. can come back and then. Oh, yeah. Don't forget, uh, give us a five star on if you're using iTunes and buy our stuff. Topsailorgrand.com. Uh, anything else, Greg? I'm missing. You got it. I think I think we're you good. Got it. Sounds good.